Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I'm on. Well, good morning, folks, or good afternoon, whenever you happen to be listening. I'm starting with First Chronicles chapter 13 this morning. <clears throat> Verse 1. Then David consulted with the captains of the thousands and the hundreds. That's order. He had an order of who he talked to and when he talked to them. So he started with the, the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds. Then he says, even with every leader, now you talk about order, that's it. David said to all the assembly of Israel, if it seems good to you, and if it is from the Lord our God, let us send everywhere to our kinsmen who remain in all the land of Israel, also to the priests and the Levites who are with them in their cities with pasture lands, that they may meet with us and let us bring back the ark of our God to us. For we did not seek it in the days of Saul. So there is a very specific task that he's called them together for, he was wanting to get all of them on the same page, not operating autonomously, but with the hope and help of everyone. Now, verse four, of course, in verse three, when he said to let's bring back the ark, verse four says, well, they refused to do so. No, that's, that's how most churches would do it today, but they said, let us, um, and then the assembly said in verse 4 that they would do so. For the thing was right in the eyes of all the people. So as, as uh, David formed an order of how to meet with the people, he started with the leaders, the captains, got them sold on the idea, then took it to the general assembly in verse 2, and got everyone on the same page and he made a, an appeal to them to pledge themselves to doing what they were agreeing to do did they do it well they did they well they attempted to do it and that's the first law isn't it that you do what you say you're going to do corporately that must be true also So in verse 4, the people agreed to that. They were all involved. So in verse 5, David assembled all Israel together from the Shihor of Egypt, even to the entrance of Hamath, to bring the ark of God from Kirith-Jerim. David and all the Israel went up to Bala, that is to Kirith-Jerim, 
which belongs to Judah, to bring up from there the ark of God. Now, the ark contains some things that we probably ought to talk about. Uh, he, uh, it contains the Ten Commandments, as written by Moses, and it also um, uh, contained um, the... Um, um, the the thing that the the rod that budded in Egypt, and it and it uh, carried uh, um, the sacred bread, and all Israel went up there to bring the ark of the Lord, uh, the ark of God, the Lord, who is enthroned above the cherubim, where His name is called. You see, that gives us a definition of the word name, that um, his name represents who he is. Um, and they carried the ark of God on a new cart from the house of Abinadad, and Uzzah and Ahio drove the cart. David and all Israel were celebrating, and I like this verse, folks, they were celebrating and they were celebrating with all of their power. They put some life into it, some mustard into it. They really had their hearts in this celebration. Even with songs and lyres and harps and tambourines and cymbals and with trumpets, they were celebrating and making a lot of noise in the process. Isn't that great? Have you ever been in that kind of a celebration for being united with people wanting to do the right thing? Very seldom, I think. So they came to the threshing floor of Kaidan. Uzzah put out his hand to hold the ark because the oxen nearly upset it. Bless his heart. There, there, there was an accident pending, and this man stood up to stop the accident from happening. Didn't want to spill the ark because it was a holy thing. But now I want to go to the book of Numbers. And so let me see, Numbers chapter 4. And verse 15 to start with. We need to know why what I just suggested about Uzzah here is not a true portrayal of what was really going on. But you may not have caught that. Because you see in verse 10, we get the consequence for it. But in Hebrew, or in uh, Numbers chapter 4, um, let's start with verse 5. When the camp sets out, Aaron and his son shall go in, and they shall take down the well of the screen and cover the ark of the testimony with it. Why? Well, when they covered the ark and, the, uh, and all of the holy objects, and any of the furnishings of the sanctuary, when the, camp, when the camp is to set out, after that, 
the sons of Kohath came, uh, shall come to carry them so that they shall not touch, shall not touch, shall not touch the holy objects and die. God wouldn't do that. But you see, God means what he said. These are the things in the tent of meeting. These are the assigned things. And you're not to assume a responsibility toward God's assigned things. He has assigned this, and, the, and this particular responsibility was to Eliezer. That's the responsibility in verse 16. Now, have you got that clear? God set forth that he wanted only certain people to touch, that was of, of the priesthood, to touch this thing that belonged to him, that represented uh, his name that had come out of the tabernacle. So in verse 10, because he took his out, put out his hand to hold the ark, when the oxen nearly upset it, he was doing so as we would all do to be helpful, to be kind, to be thoughtful. But you see, it wasn't his responsibility that had already been, been assigned like children to parents. And he violated that, uh, that responsibility. The anger of the Lord burned against Uzzah so that he struck him down. You see, God means what he says because he put out his hand to the ark and he died there before God. Serious consequences when you don't believe that God will do what he says he will do. Verse 11, then David became angry because of the Lord's outburst against Uzzah and he called that place Perez, uh, Perez Uzzah to this day. David was afraid of God that day, saying, how can I bring the Ark of a Covenant home to me? So David did not take the Ark with him to the city of David, but took it aside to the house, another house, to Obed-Edom, the Gittite. Thus the Ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in the house three months, and the Lord blessed that family with all that he had. Why did all of this transpire? It's because of the lack of sensitivity that God means what he said. And whenever he has assigned a responsibility to any corporate, corporately or universally or any in any instance, whenever he has assigned a responsibility, we have no right to change it, no right to upset it. And you see with uh, David, or in David's story here in chapter 13, Uzzah was not of the priesthood. And uh, when he took hold of the ark, he was assuming a responsibility that belonged only to some. Folks, we dare not transgress that way. I don't know that God's going to kill us today he probably isn't because of grace, but we ought to know the principle because it places the importance on what God has assigned 
how he has assigned it, and uh, we need to be very obedient to it. Folks, that's the lesson for today. Hmm? Exit.